Hi, good uh, good evening everyone, and good day, good whatever time of day you are listening to this. Welcome to the Loz and Lala podcast episode... 12, 12 we think. <laughs> we'll find out when we do the... Um, hang on, hang on I'm looking now. it up now. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, episode 12. Yeah, 12, yeah. So, um, oh, we've both had a bit of a, a rough day, which is why we're both sounding horse as shit. Yeah. Uh, Lala will be joining us when she's finished doing her dinner. Yeah. I think she might be here now, actually. Uh, I'm sure she'll. I'm sure she'll nudge us when she's ready to talk. Um, I am here. Hey. Hey. hey I wasn't even late. Look at that. Lovely to hear your voice as always. So, as always, it's me, Laz. It's me, Dolph. And the lovely. Yeah, you don't need. To, you know who I am. I don't need to tell you. <laughs> What about our new oh, listeners? I just pulled my headphones out. That's a bad start. Oh, by the way, Lala's oh, no, back. <coughs> oh, okay, on. I'm back. All right, so Lala's hey. back. All right, uh, episode <laughs> uh, on iTunes was our second popular, most popular one. The first hey. one being me half cut on my own. Go figure. Um. Right. So I've already told Dolph about what's gone off this afternoon, Lala, and we're not going to talk about it on the podcast <coughs> because no, we're not. Excuse me. It's not. A, it's not a thing to be it's talked not, about. It's not no. podcast worthy. Right. So uh, where are we? Where are we? Where are we? Are we starting games? Uh, no, we'll start off a bit different today. So I've got a little more less gamey to start off with. Go on then. Let's have a look what we got up today. Uh, just... I thought you had an idea. Um, You're just throwing stuff at me. You don't even know. I, I throw stuff anyway. You know what I'm like. The thing is, I've got something which is going to be... It's not... Well, it is and it isn't gaming. Okay, yeah. shall we start with how our week has been? <laughs> uh, where do you want to start? Right, I'll, t- I'll tell you a funny story that happened today. Go on then. <coughs> I had to send a kid out. Go on. And as I sent him out, he tried to slam my door. Ooh. But my door's a fire door. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen someone in the pub do that before. It's hilarious. Right, so he's tried to slam the door, and it's closing slowly behind him, right? And all the kids are looking at me, and one of them goes, did he just try and slam the door? <coughs> and I was just like, yes, yes, he did. <laughs> and the entire class just erupted with laughter, uh. right? And I was like, I should not be condoning this, but it's fairly funny. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of all the doors are slam when you're in a mood with someone, the fire door is probably the least well, one you want to Pretty do. much all of them in the school are fire doors. Lol. But yeah, the... you think you'd know this by now. You see, um, for me as well, our doors in the pub are the same. And a guy did try to do that to one of our doors. And it did, for, to be fair, it moved about four feet and then slowly closed the rest of it. It does not slam. Uh, yeah, he, he would not slam, and everyone in the pub be- like burst out laughing at him because it was like funny. it was. It was like, oh fuck you, I won't come here. Fuck you, fuck you. And he went to slam the door, and then everyone's like, way at him because it's just like you fucking idiot. <laughs> but, uh, the the only time you get the um the clam off way is either a someone's a dick and they know it and they get sent out, or b you drop a glass. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Followed by sack the juggler. <laughs> uh, Followed by middle finger. Yeah, that's uh, usually me though. <laughs> also, can we talk about the big news that has shook my life? Go on. 
Yep, yeah, no. Apparently I'm intrigued. Burn early again. Burn early? Wow, that was like coming for years. Well, the thing is, they could have. I thought they were, like, I thought they were brothers, same as Emma Skill for. I thought they were brothers, all really close friends. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could have gone gay friends or best friends. That's that's what you could have had. Or DSS, if you want to go. Go. I thought they were just two lonely guys that lived together because nobody else wanted them. <laughs> where I was at. Oh, hey, I love you, bird. Oh, yeah, but who's who's the uh, who's top and who's bottom? I don't want to be <coughs> there. It's fucking Sesame Street, man. <laughs> Puppets. Oh, actually, no Muppets. Sorry. Yep, Muppets. Jim Henson creations—they are Muppets, not puppets. So, um, yeah, I don't really have anything on the on the IRL stuff. Oh gosh! Oh, oh no! Have you got an advert? No, it's right. Literally. Fuck, where's that article? It's my um thingy, um, <coughs> my school laptop. So what it does is when it eventually decides to load properly, it just starts talking to me, mm. um, because it's like the page I had open. All right. So, um. I put this in the thing the other day, and Dolph found this funny. In fact, I put it in this morning. Um, so, it's news from America, so it's going to be fucking stupid. Oh, gosh. Couple, couple hospitalised after man gets head stuck in his wife's vagina. My fuck. <laughs> a couple Which were transported to the hospital in a very no, awkward position know. last night after a man somehow got his head stuck in his wife's vagina... During a strange sexual game. Tom and Janice Morrison, a young couple from the small town of Greensboro in Alabama, fucking hicks, called 911 at 10pm last night asking for an ambulance. Samantha Irving, the operator who took the call, she thought it was a joke when he explained the situation. The woman had told me that her husband had fallen and that his head was now stuck in her vaginal cavity. I really thought this was a group of teenagers making a prank call. I slipped and my head fell and I got stuck. Yeah, that's obviously yeah, not what happened. I, quotation marks fell. <clears throat> Despite Miss Irving's doubt, she sent an ambulance on the site and the paramedics rapidly realised that the uh, situation was in fact very serious. The last one of the paramedics who transported the couple claims they were lying naked on their bed and partially covered in blood. Oh god! I didn't read all this earlier. I skimmed it. <laughs> oh, this is getting worse. The woman kept screaming out in pain whenever the guy moved, but he had half of his face buried in there, and he looked like he was going through hell or birth the wrong way. That's one way to put it. Yeah. Um, um, that's the that's, that's the one way to get ahead, though, isn't it? Really. I don't really know how to. Yeah, it's just it's all kinds of wrong, isn't it? I've not even finished this fucker. <coughs> Time. You, you, you read things on the web, you think, oh wow, that's messed up, and there's always someone who has to go one better. Basically, the woman suffered severe internal bleeding but was stable, and her husband only f uh, got a few scratches and bruises. <laughs> oh, this is the best bit. According to the doctors, both could suffer from post-traumatic uh, post stress syndrome. Not post-traumatic sex syndrome, it's, uh, Someone's going to call him a cunt, and he's going to be like, No! <laughs> You're, like, you're such a pussy. No! <laughs> exactly. Apparently, this, like uh, unusual incidents like this are <coughs> unusual, but they're still quite regular. 
regular. According to data collected by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, 3,213 couples were hospitalized for such problems across the country in 2015 and 3,789 in 2016. Yeah, but how many of those reports had the man who had buried his head in someone's gash? <laughs> According to the same data, the Morrisons are the first couple to be hospitalized for a head stuck inside a vaginal cavity since October 2007. That's a long time. So... Eleven years ago, someone did exactly the same thing. My God. Oh, you came here for, for quality, for didn't kink, you guys? I'm all for kinky foreplay, but that's no, that's that's too much. Oh, that's like a whole new level of like fisting. I can go one better. Yeah, what? Well, you a fist or an elbow? I'm a head. Hello, hello, hello. <coughs> Alright, well, that's, that's what I've got. I, I haven't really got anything from the real world. Well, I do, but it could lead on into gaming if you haven't got anything else. No, yeah, I've got a couple of things. Well, I actually posted something else a little bit earlier. Yep. I, I saw it. It was um, it intrigued me. It was called um, <coughs> Traffic Light Cunt Waffle, and then yeah. Take Two. Yeah, the same. I saw the same guy in the same week say the exact fucking same thing to me. So I'm, I'm walking to work on Monday. I stand by the lights, I press the button, because the lights on my main way take for fucking ever to change. So I just you know, I just started leaning on the um on the side. So random guy, I don't know who the fuck he is. He goes, You do know the lights change, you press the button. And I'm like, Yeah, I've already pressed the button. And he goes like so I guess look, you see my finger? He goes to press the button and he notices that it's all lit up. He goes, Oh, you have pressed the button? He said, Yeah, I've already just fucking said that. <laughs> He's like, Oh, okay. And he goes, oh, I'm not waiting. We had um, traffic going north was at a standstill, so he walked out from behind a van and he all, almost got twatted by a lorry. Almost. That was almost instant karma. Yeah, almost like instant karma. He got almost twatted by a lorry, then he effing buys a lorry as it drives past, like it's his fault. Oh, what are you doing driving when you should be driving, you fucking prick? <laughs> not far off, actually. Not far off, actually. Because <laughs> that's what they do. It's, he's more or less, I think, what was he saying? He said, um... It's like, watch where you go and you fucking prick. <laughs> and I think I was thinking, dude, the light's green for traffic. You just walked out. If anything, the driver should be leaning out the window going, watch where you're going, you fucking prick. I mean, I had a woman next to me at the same time. She's like, my God, the weirds are out today. And four aren't I? I said, you're telling me. <laughs> and tonight on the way back, I was at a different set of lights and I saw the exact same guy again. And he said the exact same fucking thing. Wow. He's like, you, know, you said you're going to press the button. I was like, oh, it's you again. Is that, yeah, you press the lights. I've already pressed the lights. You don't have to check. It's Piss Groundhog off. Day. It's like, you know, you don't have to check. Piss off. Um, so you're kind of walking, you're kind of walking down the other side of the road without no problem. Uh, but this time he didn't actually cross the road. Because I think he might have actually got twatted by a lorry this time if he did. <laughs> um, what else? Oh, yeah. Um, this, late on that same day, completely unrelated and everything like that. I was in Asda's and... Well, how much milk would you say would be a um, adequate amount for a husband and wife and two kids per week? How much would you say would be adequate? Two six-pinters at the most. Two six-pinters at the most. Well, I done a little bit of digging. That's why that two one is... Two six-pinters? Um... It depends if they have cereal every morning, the heavy tea drinkers with milk, if they have milk as like a, a, a drink for the kids. 
Yeah. Press so, and go remember... through a, a two-pointer <clears throat> quite quickly if we do, like, milk. Yeah. I've done a bit of research on, on well, I say Google, because I guess you the web. It's easier to use Google than anything else. And the amount of milk they had in their trolley was the equivalent to almost two cows' worth of an average milking. They had nearly 64 pints of milk in their fucking trolley. Did they bathe in it? I don't know. They had 64... They had, like, ten six-pints and one four-pint in their fucking yeah, trolley. Maybe they were doing something that required a lot of milk. What? Filling the swim pool? They're making a lot of cakes. That's a lot of fucking cakes. Yeah, but it's... Like, they could have been catering for an event. Milk and cookie maybe. event. <laughs> but still, well, 64 no, pints are a lot. It could have been desserts. It could have been stuff that had, like, um, dairy-based sauces. It could have been anything. Because yeah. it, it just... could have been a business. The thing is, when you see these things at first, you don't kind of think of these things. Like, fucking hell, that's a lot of milk. What are you going to do with that? It's like, you know, when people go buy, like, um, 20 loaves of bread, you think, what are they going to do? They're going to make sandwiches for a, I... <laughs> I'm waiting for a week, or are they going to make a bread and butter pudding or something? I, I'm know. waiting for the uh, newspaper article for your local area, and it's like, Local uh, milk-based enema company so selling stocks really well this month. <laughs> <laughs> you just know there's going to be something random. Okay, uh, moving on to um ah yeah um obvious spam phishing um email scams. I had one of those a week about my Apple account being blocked, and the amount of spelling errors. Bloody grammatical errors, and it was absolutely fucking ridiculous. Yeah. So I got it a week, two weeks before, and they're saying, "Oh, you need to act now to, you know, avoid your account being locked." I was like, "Okay." So I didn't click on the, the link of the email because you know it looked fishy as fuck straight away. Yeah, so I went on to I went onto the Apple website and basically just changed all my credentials just in case. Then middle of last week, I got another email from apparently quote unquote Apple support. And um, when you get those kind of emails, you don't usually get other people's emails embedded with yours as well. Yeah. They... So yeah, they yeah, they usually BCC the other emails, so they don't see who's actually sent it to whoever. But basically, I've quickly found the email. So it's on my phone. It basically said, if I can scroll through, I saw the fucking email addresses on here. It's like fifty plus. It says. Hi, customer. This mail sent by Apple official. Your account has locked. Detail security account now. Account status dangerous. Time date 16 September. We send file attached for verif identity and verif account. Apple sub team. Thank. Seems legit. I'd, I'd send them your email credentials and stuff right away. Yeah. See, I, ha I haven't got the email for the one that I've got, but fuck me. <laughs> it's just weird. There's these kind of things, though, that, you know, when you're not as attuned to these kind of scams, say like the elderly or those who aren't really oh, well, aware of these kind I... of things. They get <laughs> they get into the they get caught out on these very easily and it's kind of um It's like kind it's, of, it's kind of sad really. He spelt this, this and this wrong, but I believe him. I... Right, for well for me, I had one from I don't know where this is from, to be honest. I did look it up at the time, I can't remember. It was like a legit website by the looks of it. The email was Can you send me your picture? That was it. That's all it was. From C Caesar Mathis supervisor. Wow. Never heard of them. No, neither have I. So I'm just like, the fuck is this? 
I, let's just say I have not sent them my picture. Yeah. Right, um, if you've got anything else to add before we go into the gaming section. Um, well, it's getting on to the gaming thing now slightly, but um, I've done a, I heard from my management of a pub that I know quite well, and apparently the UK, I don't know if it's also worldwide as well, that they're trying to adopt a a digital fruit machine in a sense where you can actually play with contactless um, cards. Oh, let's enable those addicted gamblers who haven't got the money on them with contactless pay. That's a really fucking dumb idea. It's something to do with um, how, because people are using cash less and less in fruit machines now, they want to try and keep up with the times because, you know, you've got those bookies that do like £10 a spin. Yeah, but still, it's not, it's just enabling people who have gambling problems. It also means that pubs like, um, well, like what we, we work in, we'll have to change our um, gambling license a bit because... Yeah. Although pubs use Category C um, licensing, it means they'll have to be a bit more um, policed more. You're gonna have, you, yeah, you're going to have you to supervise it because there's going to be 16-year-olds going on there with their contactless cards. Or taking daddy's card and going 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. Exactly. It's, just, it's, so, um, it's such a, a dumb idea. It's worse than just giving a kid a fiver and going, go to that machine and go play. Because they can literally now just go, I've got 30 quid in the bank, I'm going to win some money. Oh, I didn't win any. Dad, can I borrow your car to go and get some drinks? Yeah, more money. It's such an unregulatable thing. It's so dumb. Yeah. It's so dumb. <clears throat> it's... Oh, actually, I do I can, have... I can, understand, I can understand why they're doing it, but again, it's really, really... Um... It's such a bad idea. Bad idea. So I've got one which uh, Lala knows about this because I sent her the video. So this morning... <laughs> I, I got Prez to give me his phone, because we're, we're having problems where he's going downstairs in the morning and it's taking him nearly an hour to get fucking dressed, ready, and do his uh, breakfast. Yeah. Because he's dicking around on his phone. So I said, give me your phone, <coughs> and I, I'll like hang up about upstairs for half an hour to give him that opportunity to get in front of me. Because I can be dressed and ready and out the door in five minutes, so it doesn't bother me. I get breakfast later on. So I'm looking through his phone to find out, because it told me, oh, the phone's nearly full. I'm like, what the fuck? Open his phone, there's a load of videos. And I get one. And it's like, um... And it's like... <laughs> it was literally me doing a YouTube channel video. But it's Presley. I'll, I'll, I'll find the audio from it, and I'll, I'll play a little bit down the, the, uh, the microphone. Because it's... It's scary. <laughs> How like me it is. To be back home. Alright, so the the stream, well, the, the OBS didn't pick that up, but basically that's Prez like, hey, welcome to my video if you want to leave me feedback and stuff. And it's like, what? <laughs> Where's he posting this? Where's he going to post this? It's so weird. It is odd, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. But Literally, it was... he sent it to me at half seven this morning and I just went, what the fuck? Yeah. Because I can't remember the entirety of the video. I think it was about him talking about some of his favourite toys he's got in his room. So it was just like chatting shit. Yeah. It, it was me. That's why I was like, this is fucking surreal. 
<laughs> Makes me wonder if he's like sat just on the stairs at night when we do stuff and it's just like he's listening to us now. I hope he isn't. I hope he's gone to sleep because uh, he's had a bad day today. We're not going to get into why he's had a bad day, but he's had a bad day. So, but yeah, that was like the last thing I've got on the regular thing. I just saw it when I was looking through the things. Right, so, getting on to gaming. Pokemon Go. Magikarp fuck up is what I put in the chat. So, yeah, what's, what's that about? I'm grinding to get a Mew. And one of the things you have to do is level up a Magikarp, or walk a Magikarp, get enough uh, candies to turn it into a Gyarados. I already have a Gyarados. And I've got the Magikarp that I'm training up. And I'm like, do, 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 do with the Magikarp. Getting the things there. And like, oh, I'll appraise it and see what um, the appraisal looks like. Praise. Yeah, okay, that looks alright. I wonder what my Gyarados looks like. Appraise. Yes. You have successfully transferred your Gyarados. Here's one candy. I've, I've lost my fucking highest power Pokemon. Because of a fuck up on the on the menu. I didn't... Pr I, I, pr I thought I pressed appraise. I pressed transfer and went, yes. You can't undo that. So, my Gyarados, which I had, like, two years ago when the fucking Pokemon Go, or when it ever came out, I got it in, like, the first three months of the game coming out. I ground the fuck out of it for one of those. Gone. Disappeared. Donezo. In the ether. Bye-bye. I don't get it back. You this would thought they would have some sort of, um, are you really sure you want to Well, transfer? that was the yes was. It was, like, transfer. It's like, you will not be able to recover this Pokemon once you do this. Yes. And I was just like, but, but, yes. Because I was just like, oh, it's appraisal. Appraisal, yes. <laughs> and the moral of the story is... Uh, sleep more. <laughs> fucking read. I did. I just didn't read properly, apparently. <laughs> so I was just like, fuck me. Sideways. I've, um... I've done that. So, um... Going back to your, uh... Your, what you call it, you about the gambling thing. Yeah. So, you put the Finland now to join in the loot box fiasco with Belgium. Oh, that's right, yes. And then... Um, they're, they're looking into the um, possibility of being, um, uh, well, enticing to gambling for minors, which they're policing now. Yeah. Uh, the UK are now finally saying, hey, uh, we were very like, oh, we don't know before, but the lines are getting blurry, so we better investigate. So they've got the UK in there on it as well. Uh, there's, yeah, there's several states there's, in America. Well, there's only the Washington state currently, but there are 15 other countries also um, who signed a, a, a commission to, count, uh, to work together to get it all sorted out. The yeah. countries on the commission is Austria, Czech Republic, uh, France, Gibraltar, Ireland, not Northern Ireland for some reason, I don't know why that is, Ireland, Jersey, Latvia, uh, Malta, the Netherlands, we already know about that one, yeah. uh, Norway, Poland, Portugal, Spain, as we said, Washington State and UK are all... Um, well, just to let you know, the reason why Northern Ireland aren't is because they're part of the UK. Republic of Ireland are a separate mm. country. Doi. <laughs> But yeah, um, it's, it's looking as if, well, when it was just um, Belgium and EA was challenging them on it and saying, oh, no, bullshit, it's not gambling, no, 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 not at all. Now they've got 15 other countries in plus a Washington, American state, they might have to think, go, 
Ah. Apparently EA are still going like, actually, we're going to fight this. Which... Well, they've got the money to, but they're going to lose. Yeah, it. they're going to lose, though, because it's like, you can't bribe us enough money to turn an eye on this. No, not now you've got um, a good fifth of the countries involved. Yeah, and like there's, I think, certain countries where they're like, oh, we'll ban these if you don't show the odds. There are certain places that actually tell you what's going to be inside that loot box you buy. So it's not random anymore. It's like, oh, you'll get this if you buy this loot box right now. It's not, like think... you, it's, not like, it's not like you can walk into a shop blindfolded and say, oh, no, what's your favourite chocolate bar? And you go, uh, Cadbury, okay. you got a box in here, 100 chocolate bars in there. There is a Cadbury in there somewhere. you got to find it. Yeah. And every time you fail, you've got to go to a brand new box and try again. Well, I know China made Overwatch publish their stats at getting certain um, things out of their loot boxes. Yeah, but the thing with, with, the thing with China, they're very, very strict when it comes to those kind of things. They don't even allow certain... Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They don't even allow certain entities into games either. Um, well, I know, was it skeletons and zombies have to be covered up? Yeah, because um, the skeletons or any form of interaction with skeletons in, in Chinese... Um, well, in China, it's apparently strict taboo. Hmm. So it's originally, I think I may mentioned it um, a few podcasts back that they had to, uh, they stopped um, publishing Monster Hunter World in China due to the fact that there's some items you need where you have to kill monsters and then you can go around and find other skeletal remains and sift through them to find components to upgrade your weapons. They kind of went no on that. Well, yeah, it is a cultural thing. It's not so much cultural either. It's also some sort of anything's um, sexually suggestive as well. That needs to be sorted out as well. For instance, um, uh, Square Enix Enix had to um, change a few things about uh, Final Fantasy XV when they came to Shiva. Because in the European version, she's quite... um, Well, she's 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 quite uncovered apart from, say... Uh, the chest area and the midriff, obviously. Yeah. But what they had to do in China, they had to redo her sprite, so it looks like she's wearing a full, um, like a full costume. Yeah. So, so it's not as suggestive. They even had to change how um, a few other characters looked as well, were actually quite um, suggestive. Hmm. Yeah. It was. There's also, um, if you go into the best tree, when you look at certain monsters as well, anything that's predominantly like a female character, you can't pan the camera above or below their sprite. So you can't but look down if, the top or up the skirt? Yeah, pretty much. But everything else, like, um, say, monsters like the Behemoth or the Tombry, you can do a 360 pan and no problem. Yeah. So they are quite strict on their, on their cult- culture when it comes to that. Which is understandable. Hmm. Oh, um, so we'll go into a bit of a light note then, right now. Right. So, <laughs> this was brought up on the Twitter by somebody. And to be fair, I knew there was a two player element to the game, I just didn't know what. So, Seth Rogen, the actor, you, you, most people know who he is, um, he put on there that the second controller for Duck Hunt controlled the duck, and people's minds were blown. Yeah, including I'm still, Skip. Com- I'm still coming to grips about that as well. 
So, um, let me see if I put it in the general chat. I saw that. And, yeah. So it says, Duck Hunt is a uh, two-player game. And Skit went fucking mental about this. It's like, that's why we're going random directions when I, when I played with my brother. <laughs> so he, Skit was being trolled by his brother, like, 15 years ago. 20 years ago, nearly. Gosh. By, by this. Because I thought it controlled the dog, to be honest. I didn't think it controlled the birds, but apparently it controls the birds, and it makes more sense, actually. But I knew it had a, a two-player element to the game. I just couldn't remember what. I didn't even realize it was a two-player game until I actually found it. Hmm. It's, I was like, is this even legit? Fully like, legit. Well, yeah, there's a video on YouTube of a guy actually doing it. And yeah, it's you, like, yeah, you, you showed me. I was like, I can't. Well, I was like, I've what? It's like, it's like all those years ago, and I could have actually, you know, joined in playing with my sister when she was playing duck hunt, and she was like, no. <laughs> you wish you could go back and go, excuse me, bitch. <laughs> Shoot these ducks now, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I'll control the it's like it, it, it took both me and sister a while, obviously on the case of um, two-player. It took me and sister a while, apart from, obviously you had the um, two-player version uh, maps on Sonic 2. Yeah. Where you just like the four zones. You could also, someone could also, could also control Tails in the single player. Yep. You were immortal as Tails as well, because uh, me and my friend used to play Sonic 3 a lot, and I used to just bash the bad guys while he used to stand back. Because I was immortal, so I could just keep killing. Um, oh, yeah. Um, uh, where is it? I first never. Where's that story I posted the other day? Oh, yeah. Um, okay. There's a story in the, in the States. You know, yeah. I guess it always happens. Those crazy um, Americans. Yep. Uh, okay, there's a. I'm gonna. For the reason, I'm not gonna say the, the child's name for obvious reason. But this child, who was the age of four, he broke his arm after trying to jump off his slide with an umbrella, while making a video of um, YouTube. He saw about other computer characters from the game Fortnite jump out of planes with umbrellas. Wow. We give. Fortnite to a young impressionable kid and then watch them do the obvious. I feel like Fortnite should have, every time it loads up the game, don't do this in real life. Like a disclaimer. Yeah, like before every match starts. Don't attempt any of this in real life. It's make-believe. <coughs> oh, long don't do that. Let's say don't attempt to reenact, um, you know, anything you learn in this game. Mm. It can cause serious injury, um, pain, or even death. But the, what on I know kids are impressionable anyway. Yeah, all kids are impressionable. Yeah. But what was the parent doing at the time when she saw her kid on the slide of an umbrella? Or did she not see him on the slide of an umbrella? That's the thing. How old was he? Four years old. Jeez. So what was what was her? The bad question is, what the fuck is she doing? Letting him watch videos of a game that's teenagers and above. It's a teen rating and above. If you're letting a four-year-old watch videos and play games of Fortnite, then you've kind of got whatever's coming to you on that one. Because kids are impressionable <laughs> at that age. You you fucking show them Power Rangers, they're going to run around the fucking um, house pretending to do flips and stuff and kicking things. That's why after a while, um, the, the, the WWE, uh, formerly the WWF before they had a... Um... Dispute with the actual wildlife. Well, they had a fight with the panda, and the panda came with a steel chair. Oh my god! And all the panda got was two black eyes. But yeah. <laughs> Sorry. 
but anyway, they, after after a few complaints from I think viewers were kids were doing you know backflips, sunflips, bloody you know wrestling moves on their bed or whatever, and hurting their siblings. I had to put a little um, disclaimer in the, at the beginning saying we are trained professionals. Do not do this. Yeah, this is this is entertainment. Please do not try this at home. I mean, oh, I'm I'm gonna probably hash this up completely. Um, I can't remember which year it was, but I wasn't um didn't a wrestler die breaking his neck a few uh, quite a while back in the eighties? Uh, Shawn Michaels was it? Shawn Michaels. I don't know if he died from it, but he definitely fucked himself up doing it. Yeah, I know he messed his neck. Up. I don't know if he died. I don't know if he died from it or not. Okay. I know one guy broke his neck. I know a guy almost broke his neck, or probably did crack his neck. I um, I can't actually remember. I know Jeff Hardy uh, was addicted to painkillers for a while because of all the damage he was doing to his spine and stuff, doing high flying dives off of things. By the way, yeah. I'm going to post you the uh, the link to the WWF Panda Chair because <laughs> that's the best link ever. I need oh, that T-shirt. I've, I've in my seen life. that before. I need that. I need that as well. <laughs> um, but yeah, all right. So I've got another little bit. Um, so this week they announced the PlayStation Classic. The old uh, PSX. Yep, the original PlayStation. The only problem I've got with it is that they are bundling it with the old digital pads and not the analog dual shock pads that they came out with later on, which also means that there will be no first-person or twin-stick shooter games on that version of the PSX Classic because there will be no controllers to support them. That's a bit shit. Yeah. If they'd brought out the analog version, it'd be like, ah, okay. But apparently, Final Fantasy VII will be on there. Yes. So I'm but, happy. <laughs> but it's like a hundred pounds, though. Hundred pounds for the unold generation console with how many games on it? Uh, so far they've only announced like ten. Yeah, I'm gonna wait until they get more on that. That's hundred pounds for console plus probably one decent game and probably nine shitty games. It's not really worth yeah. it. Well, it's like I've got the SNES Classic. Um. And that has twenty one games on it. Yeah, my sister's got the um the Sega one. She's got um all there's, the Sonics on there, um and a couple of other games. There was there was a version of that that actually had the the Mega Drive port cartridge slot on the top and you can put your old cartridges in as well. Yeah, that's the one I think that's the one she has. That's she's the fucking she's, she's got the old Sega um games. She's she's been playing Bubsy on it for for quite a while. <laughs> no. But yeah, the um the, the SNES classic mini that I've got has Mario World, Donkey Kong Country, Legend of Zelda, um, Street Fighter 2 Turbo, Mario Kart, Final Fantasy 3, Star Fox, or Star Wing if you lived in the UK, uh, Metroid's on here, Mega Man X, Earthbound, Super Punch-Out, Contra, F-Zero, so th- these are all really good games. And then they had one that you never ever played before because it never came out. It didn't make it to its release schedule. Even though it was like ninety nine percent complete, and that was Star Fox Two, and I've played it. Oh my god, the control scheme is fucking mental. What are you talking about? Um, Star Fox Two. All oh, right, okay. Because uh, you have to use the digital pad to steer and stuff. It's just it's completely fucked. It it, need, it requires an analog stick to make that work properly. Do you say when you say um the flight is it more akin to like how um Ace Combat used to be back on the PS Two? All better for its time. Um, what for Star Fox Two? No, it was yeah. like. Do you remember the original Star Fox on SNES? Vaguely, I've. Can't... It it handles exactly like that, but they have the Walker mode that made it into um to zero, the one on the Wii U, 
where you transform mm-hmm. into a walking like bird version of the R-wing. Um, but like I said, the controls are weird. Like the shoulder buttons are like turn forward is like A or something like that. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't. It seems really counterintuitive to control the it's, game. It's quite clunky as well. Yeah. You're using A, X, or B, and Y to move forward and back or whichever it was. Yeah, it's it is literally like that as well. They are so counterintuitive the controls because I think like most of your movements on the on the buttons and then your D pad is for aiming and turning. It, it does. It just like something weird about how I remember playing it. And it was just like fuck. It. If I have to use this walker mode, uh, I only have to use it if it makes me do it. But it's also like turn based as well. It was really weird. If you see videos online for it, you'll know what I mean. But <laughs> I, I couldn't. I was like so hyped to get it because I think I paid like forty quid for this SNES Classic as well. It was like super cheap compared to where everyone else was like, oh, it's one hundred and thirty quid or it's ninety quid. And it's like, fuck, I'm not paying that much for it. It was like, 40 quid? Yeah, I'll have that. And it's in the box and that as well. So I can always go and flog it if I need to. <coughs> yeah. And I'll probably make at least 40 quid for it. So, But um, yeah, the whole control scheme on that was fucking weird. <laughs> um, was it Resident Evil 2 also dropped a story trailer this week? Looks fucking good. I'm going to probably play it and get my ass kicked by uh, many a thing in that game. But I'm liking the Resident Evil 4 over-the-shoulder style of gameplay that they've got going on for it. And the like more realistic damage model. So like you shoot them in the head, the zombies. Uh, until you do enough damage to the brain, it just chips bits of uh, t- like bone and tissue and viscera off them. Until you've done enough damage to kill them. Again. So that's kind of cool. I like the uh, damage model on that. They showed um, like some of the character interactions. Uh, it seems like Ada Wong this time around is not like, oh, I'm just a helpless woman. She's just like, you really don't know what's going on, do you? She like, seems to be just more <coughs> how she is later on in the series. So it's going to be interesting to see some of the little rewrites they've done. Because I did play Resident Evil 2, but I never got very far in it because the tank controls I didn't like. The yeah. fix camera angles I didn't like and the limited ammunition and being able to fight off people I didn't like either my idea of it was to be able to carry on fighting through things but that wasn't how the game needs to be played I'm hoping this game is a bit more action orientated but still a bit more with the times where it keeps its um, you know keeps its spirit in a sense yeah because I mean it, it was it looks plenty creepy when you've got zombies lurching at you with half their face missing. I tell you what, I do love a bit of Resident Evil though. Four, four is undoubtedly my favouritest game out of the series. Your favouritest? Favouritest. Favouritest? Yeah. And then Revelations 2 was really good as well. Um, I am started playing Revelations 1, but I kind of suck a bit at that. It's a bit generic as well. Um, and then what else was there? I liked. Five was okay. Six. Oh my god. The giraffe blowjob <coughs> fucking logo. Six. It's just, just just I don't know. It's 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 trying to do everything and achieves nothing. <laughs> and that's that's the best way I can say it. It's like we're gonna be scary. Okay. 
We're going to have zombies. Okay. We're going to have action. Okay. We're going to have uh, quick times. Okay. We're going to do lots of talking. Okay. And it's so few and far or so crammed together all at once. It's like it kind of loses what it's doing. And I only played Leon's campaign so far on the play uh, on the on the 360 when I originally got it cuz I was yeah. one of those dumb shits who was like oh this is going to be amazing I bought it on the day of it came out yeah and like a week later I was like what the fuck is this game on my site um I got it cheap on the Xbox 1 when they remastered it I've only played the first part of Leon's campaign and I haven't even got out of the city yet cuz Leon's campaign takes place over like three different locations through the world yeah. and I'm still in the main first city because I got stuck on this one section <coughs> and it's, it just like throws enemies at you in this big wave but you're in a courtyard and only I think if I remember rightly there's like certain like types of enemy that are just fucking near nigh impossible to kill straight away you have to like kite them and make them do something to expose an area and you've got regular zombies which are a bit more like the Ouroboros from 4 so they're a bit more lively and some of them have got weapons so they're swinging at you with clubs or uh, shooting the pistols that they've got in their hands wildly because spasming, I suppose. Um, I like the idea that some of the zombies have like weapons and they'll like use them because they're still holding on to them. But when it's like every other zombie's coming at you and they've got a fucking axe in their hand, it's like, hang on a minute, Resident Evil Four was like four years ago. What the fuck are you doing? And those weren't zombies. But um. Yeah, Resident Evil 2, I, that will be on the top of my list of things. I need to buy a Switch as well because they announced Animal Crossing. Also, 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 Animal Crossing? It's, it's the brilliant it's game fucking mayor simulator since um, SimCity. Also, Isabel from Animal Crossing New Leaf is going to be a fighter in Super Smash Bros. for the Switch. You, you Google Isabel from Animal Crossing. I don't want to. Oh, she's so cute. Is that that little yellow dog? Little yeah. Bear thing. Is she's the little yellow dog? Um, she's a dog. Yeah. Uh, fangirling over a dog. An animated dog. Yeah, she's so cool though. She runs my city when I'm away. What? So she'll come back and say, "Oh, I've tried to keep the city in thingy, but it, you know it's a bit in disrepair." So you're telling me I need to get this game? Is that what you're saying? Fucking all right, I'm gonna put it in the podcast topics now. The picture <coughs> of Isabel or a link to her. Christmas is coming. I know. I, I need Hello. to. I need to start saving up for a switch. It's gonna be after Christmas because I can't. I can't afford two hundred and seventy quid now. I get paid next week. Ooh. Can't wait. First <laughs> time since. But yeah. April. But um, for me, the the trifecta of po- of, of like Nintendo games have come to fruition. Smash, Pokemon, Animal Crossing. Zelda wow, looks my... really good this time round. Which one? Uh, Breath of the Wild. It's alright. Um, it's very long-winded. The, but, <laughs> <laughs> but then, like... Uh... <laughs> that was true fan and pun all in one. <laughs> oh, God. And then... Um, <laughs> I'm so pleased with myself. Then the, the, the problem is then, it's like, well, there's not really any main titles I like, really. Mario, I've never been 100% fan of. I'm more of a Sonic <laughs> kind of guy. So. I grew up on Sonic and Mario, but I still prefer oh, Sonic over Mario. I, I had a Nintendo 
I had Mario games. I loved Sonic the Hedgehog. I used to go around to my mates and play Mega Drive at his. That's all we ever fucking did. <laughs> still got my Mega Drive, actually. We, we used to, like, powerbomb through Sonic 3 with all the Chaos Emeralds. Uh, and now he's playing his Tales. <gasps> Killjoy Season 4 is coming! When's that? When's that? I need to find out. I need to stop seriously for that. On, sorry, I just saw an advert on the <laughs> on Sci-Fi Channel. It's randomly on Sci-Fi Channel on my on my TV. And it's like Killjoy's season four coming soon. I'm like, yes, fucking love Killjoy's. Although it's been maybe oh, what about twenty five years old since I actually properly played Sonic. It's more Sonic Two specifically. Yeah, specifically. Can't yeah. do English today. I still remember the uh, the master code for it to um get the supersonic um. Unlock Kirby. See, I don't know that, but well, the, there was there was two ways to unlock Super Sonic: was to get every Chaos Emerald, yep. and then you collect fifty, 50 rings, rings and jump. double jump. Then you'll um, then you'll go. You go Super Saiyan Sonic. Yes, basically Sonic and Super Saiyan. Or you enter, you go into the options, and you enter a code. Go back to the main menu, hold A, then press Start, then put another code in, and then start off. And when you get fifty rings, you can just get instant, instant Super Sonic. You see, for me, the the code for it, it was it was a bit buggy though because if you um when you got to the end of the level and you jumped again after you've popped the um the critter holder thing open, yeah, it would it would it would um, soft lock the game up, so it's kind of fucking annoying. Lol. But I I remember Sonic the Hedgehog one up down left right A start level select code. Yep. The thing with that though, if you did all the um special stages back to back. And then went to the final level. You'll get the you get the best ending. Oh, yeah. Because because how the um cartridges used to work, you used to have some sort of like a little mini memory in a sense where you remember what you've done. Because you haven't really reset the game. Yeah. It's still registered. Oh, you've already got this chaos sandwich. Okay, now you got this one. Okay, it's still one. stored in the the RAM. Sort of in a sense, in a sense, yeah. But because basically, with the cartridges were it, it basically since I can't remember. I think there's one or two. Stigma Drive's games that actually did have a save function proper where you could actually save it to the cartridge. Um, I can't Sonic actually 3 think did. Mm. But that was the other ones didn't, but basically it saves it kind of um, locally. Yeah. But when you hit the reset button, it kind of wipes it in a sense. Although I think if you put Sonic 2 and Knuckles together, you could play as Knuckles through Sonic 2. Yeah. And you could save it. Mm. I think. Don't quote me on that one. But. Um... <clears throat> What was I going to say? I was thinking about Sonic related, and it's it's gone. I I had it in my head, and it's like boop, gone. But um, no. you'll come back to you. It might do. Um. So yeah. Also on like the horizon, they've just announced the the patch player update twenty two for player knows battleground. Oh. Um. They're adding a ranking system. Yeah. So you can see how good you are against other people and actually have like medals, kind of like how Rainbow Six Siege has like gold, platinum, silver, and whatever. You will have these different tiers of. Um, I'm gonna quickly click on this. And, uh, would, it, would it make sense to um sort the hacking problem out first before you work on a ranking system? Well, no, they're still doing stuff like that. Um, this is just like extra implementation. That <laughs> uh, let me hit my screen a bit bigger. So, there's bronze, silver, um, gold, platinum, 
Diamond, Elite, Master and Grandmaster. Um, ranks. You have to play 10 games before you get a rank. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then you get promoted, demoted, depending on how good your stats are and how much rank you get. So people who are cheating will soon get caught out because they'll go Grandmaster relatively quickly. Uh, and have some stupid like, uh, like a 52-1 KD. KD. Yeah, they'll have like a stupid KD. Everything will look sus and they'll get banned. So people that are doing that, they won't last long on the leaderboards. Uh, they're re-adding map select. Which is good. Although they've kind of fucked it a little bit. Instead of you being able to say, I want to play Erringal and Miramar or Erringal and Sanok. It's like, you can either play Erringal. Or Sanok. Or Miramar. But you can't play a mixture of the three. Like, oh, I want to play Erringal and Miramar. Or I want to play Miramar and Sanok. Or I want to play uh, Erringal and Sanok. Or I just, you can't do that. Because I did try and do the test server earlier on. I have tried playing it. There wasn't enough people online or something. Um, and then quick join is every single map <laughs> in one uh, thing. And you join it based on which has the shortest matchmaking time at the time. So, that's kind of cool. They're going to trade do a trade-up system where you can trade up your shitty skins for better skins with badge points. Uh, they're adding radial wheels to items, so frag grenades, you can hold down the frag grenade button and it will bring up a radial wheel, which you can then select one of the four grenades if you have those grenades on you. Which makes selecting grenades pretty quicker, in my opinion. So you want to throw a HE or a if you can. Okay. Well, you have, you have Frag, Stun, Smoke, and Molotov. So you say if you've got a Frag Grenade and you want Smoke Cover, you can just go Grenade, Smoke, Let Go, smoke Throw. And lob. Yeah. Um, they've also got on here um, the same for boosts and health items. So you can do, like, hold down the button, switch to energy drink, take energy drink. But I have hotkeys for my energy drink and bandage anyway, so this might be a bit redundant for me. Then they've got the the gesture <laughs> ones as well. Yeah. Um, so, eh. they're also going to give you a uh, little battlefield style symbols in the top right corner. So you can see if you've got like a high latency, a low, a variable latency, or you're losing packets. Um, they're also adding auto reload, so when your gun runs dry, you will do a reload animation rather than going click, 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 click. Which I probably will switch on because the amount of times I've been caught out in a gunfight by not reloading. Caught your pants down. Yeah, you literally are. I mean, some people would say that that's part of the game. Uh, but, you know, that's kind of... It's, it's something I try to train myself to do as I was growing up with shooter games. Is you know, you've killed an enemy. Okay, reload. reload your gun. <laughs> yeah. Kill this guy, reload. Kill this guy, reload. <laughs> the only problem is when you do like, um, you do that when you have an LMG, you're like, shit, no, cancel, 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 cancel. Or if you were trying to do the anarchy stacks with, um, with Borderlands 2 yeah. with, um, Gage. Oh, that's the only problem you don't want to hit reload. Yeah. Oh. But, uh, as always, there's some wonderfully, uh, <coughs> nice update, uh, comments here. Like, nice update, thank you for map selection. Yeah. This game sucks, lol. Then big white letters. Training with friends because at the moment you can only train randomly. Uh, so many idiotic persons in this comment section. 
And then the best one, Trash Game is Dead, Fortnite 1, Trash Game Dead. That's been repeated a few, three or four times. Like, the guy's going to have his way to post it, like, three or four times. Sounds like an eight-year-old. It sounds like a twat. Yeah. But, um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see the interest in all the lure of um, Fortnite. I don't like I mean, the building mechanic. I, I, I understand it's free, but it just doesn't call. It doesn't speak to me. No. I, I've never liked the, the building <laughs> mechanic of it. Um, the cartooniness of it, I don't like. The unrealistic gameplay. I mean, PUBG can have some really weird and fucking wonderful things happen in it, but uh, it's based off an engine that's meant to be realistic, so when things fuck up royal, it's hilarious. Like when you hit something just right and your fucking body just goes flying. Or, um, I've seen them on kill cams quite a lot. Where someone hits you with a high-powered weapon, on your screen you just kind of like flop backwards hard. On their screen, you, you like take off. You do like a cartwheel. Before you hit the floor. Like yeah. And it's like the ragdoll is like on theirs is so much more interesting when you watch the death cam. It's like someone it's cuts your strings and physics. It's not the ragdoll physics of um Skull when you get smashed in the face while the giant with the hammer and you go pinged into the air. Uh well, it's like Halo Two um ones. Have you ever seen the Halo Two um ragdoll? When you get um the plasma grenade stuck to your legs, yeah, you kinda of just flip uncontrollably. Uh, the best the one is when you pop an elite in the head and then its body just goes limp. It, it's literally like someone just cuts strings on a marionette and it just goes blah and just flops. It's so fucking funny to watch. And the, some of these elite, uh, or some some of these PUBG even, um, like breaks are just hilarious. So um, that that always made me chuckle. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Uh, JB put the, the PlayStation thing up here. I've just found it. Uh, so it's not... It doesn't say all of them. But there are going to be 20 classic titles, including Final Fantasy VII, Jumping Flash, Ridge 4, Ridge Racer, um, Roll Tekken Cage? 3, and Wild Arms. What about Roll Cage? I love that game. It's good. Uh, it's going to be available for ninety nine euros ninety nine, so about a hundred pounds. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's some of those are like it would benefit from the analog, but. By the looks of the front of the thing, I've seen like the, the console port as well. The USB. Which means these controllers, you can't use the original controllers, which means you can't plug in the... Um... Oh, no, actually. They do kind of... Are they? Are they? That image, I can't tell. But they... They look like they look like they're going to be the old controllers, but I don't think they are. The port looks smaller. It might yeah. be that the outer casing looks like the original, but then it's a USB connector um, which would mean that all your dual shocks and stuff that you have from the old days that you could plug in are redundant and not going to work but they're, they're going to be picking ones that won't have the rumble feature in that but the only way that game, the, the original Playstation would make any sense to me is if Wipeout 2097 was in there Destruction Definitely. Derby 2 was in there um, 
and they had a way of making Time Crisis work on it. What about the first Neva Speed as well? Or the first PGA Tour Golf? Maybe PGA, but I didn't like Need for Speed back then. My first real racing game, apart from Destruction Derby, was Burnout um, Revenge. Oh, there's... Ah, oh, was it? Oh. Uh, Finley, 11.79. That was basically... um, It's kind of a... Well, it's kind of like a mock on GTA in a sense. You basically... Or more, it's probably more akin to Crazy Taxi, actually. Yeah. Basically, you just bomb down a road and you try and get as many points you can and smash as much shit up you can as you can. Mm. <clears throat> I can't actually remember. It's been a while. I just know the name. I was also, um, ah, Future Cop, LAPD, NYPD, or LAPD. Oh, G Police. They need to put G Police on there as well. If you if you don't remember what G Police was, you flew around in what looked like Airwolf, but without the rotor blades. Yeah. And you basically had to go and destroy certain things in this like Mars colony. Um, let me see if I can find a, a thing for it. G Police. I'm just trying to think of all the games I've played. Uh, there was Exune, I remember. That was interesting. Uh, it was in 1907. Aha! Here we go. Um. The game was a science fiction set inspired by Blade Runner. It takes place in the year 2097 on the colonized Callisto. Game Chart's protagonist Slater's attempt to discover the truth by his sister's mysterious death while working for the titular G-Police. The game begins with G-Police combating organized criminals or fighting private armies, powerful corporations, in a conspiracy-themed plot. The uh, gameplay involves piloting a VTOL-inspired uh, aircraft resembling helicopters engaging in combat with enemies and protecting allies. And that was that was cool. It had force. Oh, it was it was analog though. So. Uh, yeah. Game made couldn't use such as force feedback joysticks and controllers, 3D sound, and direct 3D. Because you can get it on PC, but I doubt it would run on anything these days. Oh, um, do you remember Fade to Black? I didn't like Fade to Black. Yeah, that was weird. It was kind of a thing, you know. You can get killed by so many things so quickly. It was kind of um, kind of annoying. It was kind of like a Prince of Persia clone, but it was... Um... A futuristic kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, there's so many things. You can get killed by decompression, you can get killed by some sort of death ray, you can get killed by... Like the sentry tiles. bots and stuff, yeah. Yeah. But it's so... Um... Like that... It's so weird, but the, the graphics and that, and the, the FMV-style gameplay was really cool. I kind of yeah. like that. Um, I'm kind of drying up here. <laughs> drying up? Yeah. What, for PlayStation just, 1 games? Or? Well, just, you have been just stuff in for general. over an hour now. Yeah. That's true. Um, I know, is it Deadpool? They now finally released Deadpool 2 on Blu-ray and DVD. Uh, Dolph has got the first, as well, the box set of the both of them on DVD. But yeah, right the... the super fucking duper one, or the super duper fucking edition, I think it's called. Yeah, the super duper fucking cut um, is the version I've got on Blu-ray. Has 15 minutes extra that you don't get on the DVDs. So, um, I can't really talk about it because Dolph still hasn't seen them. But I I suppose in the fortnight's time when we come back, we'll have a a nice little chat about it. Yeah, I'll I'll probably watch it in the next holiday. Oh my god. I'm back back at work Tuesday anyway, so I've got some time. But fucking Deadpool is just such a good film. And the second one doesn't, like, slouch either. So fucking good. Um, 
Well, yeah, I think I'm about it with information. Uh, Lala, yeah. have you got anything? No, I'm good. Um, oh, what about Rebel Galaxy Outlaw you posted the other day? Oh, so, yeah, that the is... The upcoming space game. That is a sequel to Rebel Galaxy. That thing looks pretty cool. It's kind of got, like, the Star Citizen kind of shape and style of game <coughs> play ships and graphics. But this thing actually has the game like just two to come out. It's not, it's not like oh we're in, we're in pre-alpha for three years now and we've done fuck all really. We just we we, we just sell you all these ships for fuck fucking real world money. But you might never get them because you know they're still like art pages. But I can send you a print out of it if you want to really like have a flight around your room, yeah, sort of thing. But um, this one looks really cool. The uh, the bits of gameplay I've seen of it, like you'll be like turning around and you're like. Like your actual cockpit canopy goes fully glared out white because the sun or the star that you're near um, glares into your screen and stuff. So you've got that kind of detail. The ship has a lot of the Elite Dangerous concept things like the modular shielding. So certain areas will take more damage. Uh, certain areas of the ship will take more damage uh, rather than like how elite style is that you have modules and you have a base hull and a base shield. Um, that's kind of cool. There are elements of freelancer in there, like you can go to bars and talk to people and get jobs off of job boards and stuff. Um, it basically it looks like a, a remade version of freelancer for the twenty first century, a game which I fucking loved. By the way, I can never not tell you how good freelancer was for a sci fi game. It had aliens, it had conspiracies, it had, like, open world. You could do whatever the fuck you wanted in these systems if you wanted to. If you wanted to be a pirate in one system, completely fucking ruin everything you could do. You could even destroy stations in that game. That's how, like, the level of detail they had. You could take down one of the stations you could park at if you were skilled enough. So, um, I... To see this game gives me a lot of vibes towards that, and it'll be like when it comes out. If it comes out cheap on like a a season, like a preview program or something like that, or a preview build, if I can get it, I probably will because it's it's given me a lot of nostalgia towards older games I used to play. Yeah, and I kind of want to see how this one turns out because I I put into space games a lot. I like myself the sci-fi, so like Halo. Uh, Star Citizen for me, I bought the base game and I'm not going to be playing it until they fucking do something with it. Because <laughs> at the moment, I, I paid £35 for a, for a very rough and ready demo that looks really good but it doesn't play really good. Yeah. And the main criticisms, I always regard this and relate this to PUBG. Uh, PUBG, when it first came out, was widely panned for its optimization. Now, the optimization is so good, people are moaning about random things. <laughs> like, uh, for me, my m biggest moan about the game was map selection. I was fed up playing certain maps. So, yeah. uh, I want to be able to select the map I play. Or, um, <laughs> that I think the, the biggest thing at the moment is the Call of Duty desync style where it's like you're running behind a wall but yet you'll still get hit when you're behind the wall 
because the game hasn't caught up on their side to where you are actually in the game. So there's been times where I've been clearly behind a tree and the guy's fired at me anyway and fired and fired and fired and his last shot that connects with me, I'm behind a tree because I'm seeing what I would see if I was watching myself but he's playing it how he sees it. He sees me not behind the tree. I see me behind the tree. The game says, well, you're not behind the tree. Even though I clearly made it um, it's it's something with like lag compensation or something like that, giving people who have shitty connections a better chance. But in this day and age, that really shouldn't be a thing. It's one of the reasons why I stopped playing Call of Duty. I just got frustrated with the online thing. Because when you know you're behind cover and yet you're still getting zapped from yeah. behind cover. Yeah. That there's still quite an issue, although they are working on it and they are doing these passes and they're doing uh the test servers are getting regular updates and. They'll play them on there for a week and then push them to the main servers if they're deemed worthy of doing. And they have all these big patch notes they can look at. So I've got to applaud PUBG for that because they're keeping you in the information. And for a time, they weren't very forthcoming. And then they realized very quickly, well, the more we tell people, the better they understand how the game works and how it's going to be. So, And by responding to them, yeah, they actually know that you're listening. Yeah. It's like, for ages, I've been bitching about map select. I've been tweeting at them and just bitching in general on stream and bitching in, like, chats and comments about it. And they've finally put that back because a lot of people, not just me, were like, well, you had map selection, where's the fucking map select gone? Why did you take yeah. it out? And then they've put it back, although they've kind of, like I said, they kind of broke it a bit again, where it's like a choice of one of the three maps you play on, rather than and I play two of the three, or all three, or one. I think that might be a hot fix, though. They could probably fix that with no real back-end problems. But... Or only server downtime. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, that, speaking of that, Elite also announced the end of board flipping, or board hopping, whichever you call it. Yeah, um, that doesn't really bother me, because I don't do missions anyway, because the mission pass are shit. And besides, ten percent on nothing is still nothing. Mm, but basically, they they made it so that they're going to make a centralized server for those missions. <clears throat> so, which means I'll be able to um, sort the servers out without having to bring the whole entire game to update the missions or things. Yeah. So if they have mission problems with missions, they can switch back to the old style while, while they, they fix the new one. Well, yeah, while they fix the new one and then switch it back on and switch it off again. So if they, if if they're going to uh, dedicate server the missions, then they need to add some more mission variety. Um, yeah, I know people have been saying about that. Um, for me, I know one one thing I'd love to see though is um a case of, you know, you go you go into a system, you know, you're you're actually wing up with NPCs helping tackle a fight, and you've got to try and protect them, and then you'll get a reward based on say how many of those NPCs survive and whether or not you kill your target or not. Yeah, because because right now it's. You know, NPCs are just like just standard chatter. They're just they're just basically filler, just like the um, dare I say it, the wedding barges. <laughs> Fucking wedding barges. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> see, you you could kind of um, one thing like that. One thing I'd love to see, which I think I can guarantee you would love, because I know you have fucking hatred for these bastard things. You know, you go to a, you go to mission board, you get a mission. Uh, <clears throat> kill the kill the happy couple in X system. 
Yeah, I'll interrupt no, the wedding. And yeah, interrupt the wedding. Session. Yeah, and then you get um you get winged up with uh, say two or three other NPCs, and you get like um pre um predetermined uh, messages and saying okay on your mark we'll we'll fire on your mark. Hmm. I I think you know, when the deed's done, everyone jumps out. I think they need to implement as well. If they do that, they need to implement the fact <laughs> you can Sorry. recruit one of your crew members to to fly one of your other ships. Because I think that would be a cool thing. I've been bitching and moaning and saying about this for ages, that they need to add <coughs> the ability to call in your crew member in a different ship of your own fleet. Rather than deploy them in a fighter, just go, yeah, I've got like an anaconda that's combat build and I'm in my exploration conda that's mining. Yeah, I need bring, a wingo. Can you, yeah, you know, come bring out. him in? Put him in defense mode. End my turn. Let him fuck things <laughs> up while you're just chipping away at that fucking rock. Well, yeah, mining and that's coming to chapter four. They they're reworking all that shit. I don't know if mining was delayed actually. I can't they've, remember. They've um they've delayed Ice Worlds. Uh, I know they've, that much. They've delayed uh the mega ships as well. Yeah, and squadrons. They um oh shit what was it? Blah, 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 blah. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> so you say you so, sorry just, just well we yeah just cash yeah so we got they got the mining how they're gonna introduce the mining they're gonna have like a bit more is it like drones kind of thing you can pop the actual asteroids open well yeah the uh the, they're uh, also changing the exploration as well. Yeah. They're um, making it more, um, well, involving will probably be the best way to put it. Instead of just going to the system and blasting your ADS. Yeah, and then your system will say, okay, there is 17 objects in this system, but you need to go find them. So you'll get another bit of kit where you're basically going to like a turret mode and you'll basically try and find wavelengths and cross-reference them to line up and you can detect something. You'll then fly out over there with your... Detail server scanner, you'll fire probes onto the surface to actually map the planet. That also means you'll get a. We've already got, you've already got the discovered by tag, you'll now then have a mapped by tag. That's cool. Whether or not you'll get um, credits for mapping as well, I don't know. I have to but... assume they're going to have to give you that because otherwise, what's the point of mapping? That's indeed true. But the thing with mapping, if you map a, if you map a planet and there's something down there, like a. <laughs> Guardian yeah. site, alien ruin, yeah, a persistent these... PRY, it will stay locked onto your radar. I was going to say that, persistent. As long as it's persistent, <laughs> it will always show up when you go back to that system. Um, as a, that's there, that's always going to be there. They said that things like uh, drone areas or mission bases don't stay because they're only generated for, like, random. Or whatever. Um, I, I do like the idea of this. They come with their own ammo that doesn't need to be stored in your cargo bay either. That's good. So you're not losing. Um... I would assume they're going to be synthesizable as well, so you can. Yes, they, they, they said they, they said that you will be able to. Um, I like the idea. I, do, I like the idea. The implementation might be a bit. Hmm. So that's why I'm probably going to come back from Colonia next week before four drops because I need to get. I need to get that last. Thirty million, forty million. So yeah. I'm on. I'm on eighty percent uh, exploration, which is twenty. But you have to get two million per percentage, so that's yeah, it's forty million I need to get. You can probably pop the crab nebula back and actually get about twenty mil if you're mm. thorough. I'm not very thorough though. 
I'll probably nebula jump like to a a, a spot like ten thousand light years away and then come back. Yeah. And then, because that's what I was doing to get my rank up before. I was just like jumping out like three or four thousand light years, then doing a UE and coming back. And because <laughs> the the UE would be different, uh, destination coming back, you don't hit the same stars twice. So I used to like maximize my jumps that way. But uh, yeah. the fact that most of these neutrons and that I've not come across. Um, are always good to find. So, uh, yeah, I think, I think I've, I've, I've talked about. <laughs> I'm sorry, unless, unless, unless Lana's got anything else. I don't. Teaching. I'm lesson planning. Uh, what lessons are you planning? Uh, unless you're not able to divulge. History. Of course I am. History um, and history. Tomorrow, okay. I'm doing free slave auctions. <laughs> Are you actually going to sell some kids off? No, <coughs> the kids are going to buy the slaves. Oh. I've, I've got 10 slaves for sale. I'm going to give them all some money. Not real money, but some <laughs> money. They're all going to get some money, and we are going to buy some slaves. Oh. And with that bombshell... <laughs> I was, was going to say, do you get the... Um... Get to pick, pick and choose slaves, or is it like a yeah, chance? Yeah, but they, they've only got a certain amount of money, and they need to choose which slaves they'd buy based on who they are, the character and, I give them, yeah. and their skills or things like that. Yep, because that's how you'd buy a slave. I wouldn't know. I never bought a slave, so well, same way as you buy a horse, maybe. Yeah, you kick. Buy, I bought well, a you, well, you know how you buy a car. You go and kick the wheels. You go and kick the slave right in the ankles, and if you don't bounce around too much, you know you got a winner. <laughs> Do you know when you kick the wheels of a car? You know how to flip a MOT, right? Just <laughs> yep. Hey, hey, you, you're doing some, you're doing some poor MOT guy out of fifty quid doing that. Fully. <laughs> you guys what? are so funny. Oh. Yeah, you take the teeth. Yep, he's got teeth. Yay! Uh, <coughs> you should give um, one an eye patch just for the fuck of it. But no, it's like um. If you owned a plantation, you would want strong people. Yeah. But if you worked in a restaurant, you'd probably want women. Women, uh, good-looking women, or... Someone that looked like they could cook, yeah. probably. I'm not sure yeah. why, but when you said, when you said um, plantation, I had a sudden... Um, what? You cut out completely. I had a sudden um, vibe of some men when you said um, plantation. Oh, of mice and men, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's basically what it is, mate. Yeah, because, well, Lenny, he was big, strong, and dumb, but he... I think it's on Netflix. Um, But he was, what do you call it? He was the titular workhorse slave. Mm. It is on Netflix. Oh, nice. my God. It's a PG. Should I get him to watch it for homework? Yeah, why not? <laughs> I fucking love My Men. It was cool. It's also got um, John Malkovich. John Malkovich is Lenny. Mate, I love a bit of John Malkovich. If it's the version I remember, it's John Malkovich. Um, also, I've got to find all... I don't know if the... Ne is it Star Trek films on Netflix? The older ones, <coughs> not the newer ones. Yeah. Like the next-gen versions, because I need to show Prez them. Because he started watching Encounter at Farpoint, uh, the very first episode of Next Generation. I'm like, you could just watch the films if you want. And he's like, what happened to Kirk? And I'm like, I can show you. I can show you, but it's not going to be a, a fun-filled thing because he dies. And he's like, oh. Or I can show you how he dies. 
Prez is a fucker for that anyway. You put him in uh, that, and um, he's like into a thing, and he's already seen it. He'll talk about it. It's like Prez. Not everyone's seen this film yet. Don't say much about it. Prez. Also, I'm tempted to drag Spark in here just for the fuck of it before we finish the podcast. What? If he wants to, if he wants to, if he wants to jump, if he wants to jump in, he can. He can. Well, I think he did, and then left again because he realised we were podcasting. Hi, Spark. Hi. Welcome to the podcast. You are an unofficial random guest right at the end here. Oh, hello. <laughs> hey, Sparks. <laughs> we're just finishing up. And... Okay, there's me busy playing Bleeding PUBG and get dragged into this. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, have you seen the PUBG test server update? No, I haven't, actually. I'm just on the normal server. Ah, well, I'm going to finish this in a second and I'll come and play it with you if you want. Um, Map Select's yeah. back. No, <laughs> homie. Friendly neighbourhood podcast. Great. Yeah. So uh, as we finish up here, just want to let you know that uh, if you've got any questions for us, you can ask at LosG1985 or at Lal90 with the hashtag podcast. If you are listening on the Anchor app, you can leave us a voicemail. We'll look at it and try and get it put in the next episode if you so fancy doing it. Or if you have semaphore flags, we will not look at them, but they will be cool. However, if you send me a message and ask me if I play Fortnite, I'll kill you. Yes, none of us play Fortnite here. Nope. My my children <coughs> in school, all of them. Miss, do you play Fortnite? I don't play Fortnite. Do you play PUBG, Miss? I used to play PUBG. Did you get many kills, Miss? Oh, for God's sake! <laughs> <laughs> Just tell me you play a lot of Honey Pop, and what's that? Ask your dad. And with that, I'm going to wrap up the podcast. We'll see you all in a fortnight. Thank you for coming by. Uh, Bye. <laughs> Bye. Leave them laughing. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.